Today's episode of Everyone's Gay is brought to you by Buffy. Buffy makes bedding that is earth-friendly and cruelty-free. Their latest product, The Breeze, is a comforter made entirely from 100% eucalyptus fiber to regulate temperature and keep you cool and comfortable all night long. So for $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter promo code GAY. Again, that's $20 off your Buffy comforter just by visiting Buffy.co and entering promo code GAY. The program we are about to present is a report on the gay liberation movement. Betches Media presents... Gay. 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 Gay and lesbian. Homosexuals come together. Twyla. 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 Everyone's gay. Bless God and bless the gays. Hi, guys. I'm Chris Burns. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is Everyone's Gay. Wow. Did you want to just open my mouth and cough in it directly? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I realized, um, I don't know. I don't know what I was realizing. I just started realizing a lot of things and I like lost my breath. Oh my God. Are you in love with me? That's yeah, that's crazy. what it was. Oh my God, Chris. We have such exciting news to share. Oh my God. Do you want me to say it? Do you want to say it? Chris is gonna- I think you can say okay. it. Okay. I feel uncomfortable. So Chris Burns, who has been putting in time, energy, blood, sweat, makeup, wigs into batches for over two years has officially become a full-time employee yeah. of the company. <laughs> uh, the, I'm still feeling so surreal about it. Yeah. The the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted. It's literally signed. Yeah, like literally like you're you're fucked. You're I literally <laughs> quit my restaurant job. You 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 may never I mean you you prob- most like you'll never have to serve another plate again. I hope not. Unless except to you like your future partner. Oh my God. That's so nice of you to say that you Thank think you. I'll have a future partner. <laughs> um, yeah, it feels really actually crazy that it's been like seven years of working at the restaurant and trying to do everything else. But now you're going to be, but now I'll be a full-time content creator. Yeah. Content creator. Which is crazy. I know. You're like in a, it's like you're a full-time influencer. Oh my God. Almost. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. But just for like a brand. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just so, I mean, you know, we've yeah. been talking about it. Well, so it's funny because we recorded last, we were recording last week and we were about to record and our dear, lovely Shira over in HR and whatever. She um just like knocked on the door. She's like, can I talk to Chris real quick? And I was like, and my heart fell out of my ass. And I was like, well, I've known that this has been in the works and we're about to record, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, so I was, I was like, and then just, she went in and she told him and then we came in here and Chris was so excited. We couldn't start the podcast for a little while. Yeah, I needed a minute. And so you guys, if you guys listen to the last episode, go listen to it again. There's like us like looking at each other and like hinting what we're like talking about but not talking <laughs> about. It's you fun. can hear it in mm-hmm. my gay voice. But yes, congratulations. but it's very. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm just really hoping that you don't sit next to me. I bet you are hoping that you little <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I hope that they put us back to fucking back so that I don't have to see your face. No, we're going to be in separate offices. We're going to get a whole new office. Yeah, Brian's getting a new office just for me. This. Can you imagine? Oh my god, I would love it. <laughs> if they were like, <laughs> I love to be you're alone. A private office. I would be. I love to be alone. I would fully embrace it. I mean, getting a private office, I feel like, is every person's. 
Well, th- now there's this whole thing, this whole theory that open office spaces are like better for productivity. And I think that is applicable in certain situations. However, it is not applicable when you are someone who is constantly looking at, you know, um, a computer screen and needs audio visual cues at the same time. Mm. And when someone is screaming next to you and you're trying to cut from one shot to another or transcribe a video, it is quite distracting. Um, (laughs) So I understand editing bays. Oh my God. Am I going to be transcribing? I'm going to teach you how to transcribe. I can. I mean, I I don't know how to do it on real software, but I've done it. No, I'm going to have you like put, I mean, I'm not gonna have. I you. also want to learn how to. You need to edit. I'm gonna teach. We're gonna teach. We're gonna, we're gonna have do edit. it on iMovie. But no, nope. we're gonna have an editing day, a transcribing day, that, so you can put words over the video in the video. Oh my god, it's guys! Gonna I'm gonna thing. learn a whole new set of things. Yeah, it's, if it's Brian doesn't exciting. murder me before the end of it, <laughs> as long as you just like don't speak the entire time and don't ask any questions, <laughs> then um, I won't speak. But I do ask questions, <laughs> and that has come in handy in my lifetime. <laughs> Asking I'm questions is important, bitch. I'm just kidding. And then when I, what if I decide I love editing and I change my whole focus of my career? I would love that. I'm just kidding. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but I do feel like I would like editing to mm-hmm. an extent. It's just, it's very like meticulous, you know, it's just an easy, like you have, you have a task when you're editing and it's good. Sometimes it's just good to have a task. Yeah. So it feels accomplished. Mm-hmm. I've been editing my own, speaking of editing, um, doing a drag brunch on Sunday, and I've been editing my own, like, mashups for that, Mm -hmm. and it's tedious, and I feel like, I I feel accomplished that I've learned how to do it, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. I edited together seven rings, and I want the world from... um, Like the audio? Willy Wonka. Or audio and video? No, no, no. Just the just the audio for oh, lip okay. syncing. That's good. You know, I want the world from, I, I want geeses and gooses. Yeah, <laughs> edited together with seven rings. It's oh, that's a fun. natural combo. Yeah, I could see that. But I don't think I'll be doing that on Sunday. You'll have to come and see. Okay, I won't be there. Well, of course you won't. You fucking bitch. <laughs> what are you going to Fire Island? No, I'm going to New Jersey by myself, solo day trip. Not solo day trip. I'm not like going by myself, but I'm going without my boyfriend. <laughs> to your parents? No. So I'm going to uh, a close friend from high school's um, birthday party uh, uh, in Belmar. And we're going on a boat. Mm. And we're going to like just, I assume, just drink from 3.45 to like 7.30 p.m. Mind you, I haven't seen the majority of these people in like two to three years. Get real drunk. It's going to be like, I'm going to get... It's like I'm going to be in high school again, and it's going to be ratchet with my New Jersey um, suburban farm friends. Yeah, but that'll be fun. That's why that's why Antonio's not coming, because mm. that sounds like an awful yeah. experience for a middle-aged Spanish man. Who's like... Classy. classy. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally the word I was going to use. I know. I also don't want, like, um, he shouldn't see me like that. <laughs> no. Because no, no. <laughs> I'm going to be, like... Throwing up off the boat. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully. Hopefully. If if all go, if everything goes according to plan, I will be puking off a boat this weekend. Cheers. As Cheers. he takes a sip of rosé. Uh, how By is the way, Carly Ray? Oh, my God. Um. By the way, I don't support binge drinking. Uh, 
Carly just Ray. to clear up. Also, yeah, people love like she has a cult ass following. I know the Insta stories of the homos that I'm friends with and not homos uh-huh. were wild for that. I know someone that got a fucking tattoo that says like just emotions of the. Album, oh, that's too much. Which was I was she, like, this is okay. Commitment. My standing of Carly Rae Jepsen has nothing to really do with her as a person, or mind you, performer. And like anything that she <laughs> stands for, it's really just about ma- she makes really fun, good pop music that is easy to listen to, also relatable when it needs to be relatable, but also just catchy. You know what I mean? She's not like, I don't stand her the way I stand a Lady Gaga, for example, mm. or even like a Dua Lipa. Like, I like to look at Dua Lipa, I watch all of her music videos, I think she's interesting. Carly Jepsen, I'm just like, play her music and I'm happy. With that in mind, the concert was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, she's not like super charismatic performer mm. in terms of like she didn't speak much. And when she did, I couldn't really hear her and people didn't shut the fuck up, Ugh, which I was also really annoying. Queen. There was not like a speaking queen. She wasn't there was not like I really love Carly Jepsen. I don't want to seem this shady, but there was like a lack of command of the audience when the music the music wasn't playing, but mostly when there was a, a song music that was playing that people weren't necessarily familiar with. Well, maybe that's, maybe that's what you're saying is that she doesn't have like the, the Lady Gaga, like the Beyonce when mm-hmm. they talk, everyone's like unbated yeah. breath for every word that mm-hmm. they say. Or even Adele. Adele's a great like yeah. performer that she like stops and talks. Yeah. Cause I don't know a single thing about Carly Rae Jepsen's personal. Life. I honestly do not either. I cannot tell you one thing, but I could sing you her last two records front to back. So maybe that's like music. what she, like I can tell you all about Adele. I can tell you all about mm-hmm. Rizzo. I can tell you all about Gaga, mm-hmm. but yeah, Carly Rae, I don't even know literally one thing. Well, one other thing that really always pisses me off at concerts. And I usually say something out of like to these people, when it happens, but I didn't this time because I was just trying to ignore it and be happy and mm-hmm. enjoy myself is when you're at a concert and you aren't necessarily a fan of the performer and you are, instead of looking towards the stage, you're turned around looking at your friends. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yes. As like, so like, so say you're watching the concert and you're with a friend and like, or, and, and the person is looking at, you instead like of they're the, acting as though it's music playing at a bar at, at, or at a bar yeah. and then they're dancing that way and then oh, and then the, and then they're talking this group of straight people of course yes there were like four girls like three dudes maybe there was one homo there that was not including the three dudes um who was like enjoying things but he was also like mostly with his friends and this one couple that within the party the guy Literally did not turn towards Carly Jepsen one single time. No, and I I kept moving away from them and moving in, and they kept moving too and getting closer and closer. I'm like, why are you getting closer if you don't give a fuck? Like I give a fuck. Let me just enjoy this and watch yeah. and dance it's and like sing along and be boyfriend. happy. Yeah, and this is the guy. I tweeted about this and I posted on Instagram. He was double fisting two beers, full fucking Bud Lights. I don't know why how both Bud Lights were consistently full the entire concert. <laughs> what was Maybe the bathroom like, situation there? You know what? I did not pee once the entire time I was there. Wow. I don't know what's going on. I must have been dehydrated. That's always my thing at places. Cause where was it? Um, Hammerstein Ballroom. 
like when it's like all floor. I'm like, I can't be doing anything illegal. Mm-hmm. I can't be drinking or doing anything that makes me have to pee because um, I can't get at it. Like once you're there, you're there. Well, I've learned from past mistakes that if I know that I won't, if I need to be fucked up <laughs> to where I'm going, if I want to be, mm. and I will just pregame and only take shots. That's the drag queen trick. And you just, so you just don't pee. Yeah. But and then I you just get, have the tiniest little bladder. <laughs> well, then you need to stretch your motherfucking bladder out somehow. I've been trying for years. You need to figure. For 29 fucking years. There must be a way. Google it. I'm sure there's some scientific. Should I get surgery? <laughs> I got like nothing's really wrong. I, I just, just want to be able to <laughs> hold my bladder at Carly Rae Jepsen. I just want to be able to drink excessively and not have to pee all the time. <laughs> what can you do for me? Um, and this motherfucker was dancing, and at one point, he like got really bumped into or made a wrong move with his girlfriend and spilled like half of his full fucking beer down the <sighs> side of my body. But here's the thing: I was wearing three articles of clothing because I was I was wearing my new brand new. White tank top, my brand new bright green um, fanny pack. Neons are in. Yes, it's beautiful. You've seen it. I can't stop posting about it on Instagram. Um, And a brand new pair of jean shorts. All of them got covered in beer. Mm -hmm. And I was so fucking furious because I was surrounded by gay men drinking vodka soda. (laughs) And the one one person who spilled on me was the... Straight man wearing beer. If a fucking gay man spilled vodka soda on me, I wouldn't give him zero fucks. Shit dries up real quick. And, and also, you know, they're there for the right reason. Yeah, and I know that they're enjoying it. He's yeah. dude, this motherfucker wasn't even enjoying the show, and he spilled his beer on me. Yeah, no, I would have been very upset. He didn't move. He didn't drop it because he wasn't dancing too hard. He drifted because he like shifted weird, and it spilled all over me. Mm. I was fucking furious. Yeah. Anyways, fair. This concert was great. <laughs> um. Did you listen to Taylor Swift's new single? Yeah, I have. I'm curious to hear what you say first because I'm a little. I have a, a little I bit of a like bias. It. Yeah. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I was like, "What is this?" I know. I'm. I'm a little nervous about this album. What cycle. is it? I don't even get what it is about. It's like I don't. sometimes I'm the archer and sometimes I'm the prey. Yeah, I got that, but I'm like, okay, <clears throat> like what? Also, the archer, like. Mm-hmm. Who's doing that anymore? Nobody. Who's who even does archery? <laughs> like nobody. What prey? Are you prey in like the fucking before we had weapons? She's so metaphorical. I'm over it. And it was slow. It was like very Lana Del Rey, but weird. It was like I, the second I listened to it, I was like, okay, Jack Antonoff definitely produced it. Jack Antonoff is the guy who he's in bleachers he pro- he was married to lena dunham or he was with lena dunham forever mm. he produced um lord's melodrama album yes. and also he was in that band fun that did like the uh. we are young and you can hear it immediately i was like okay and then also the history about taylor swift's track five on her albums do you know about this no okay so once when taylor swift start, first started making music the first like three albums, all of like the track five on her albums ended up being like the emotional heartbreaker, the good song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was like, and it was uh, first coincidental, but then like her fan base picked it up and everyone's like, what's the track five on this album? And she's like, oh shit, do I have to put like an emotional song or like my good, like, mm. cause it's, it's, it's a typical place to put like yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. S- slower song. 
And so, like, some examples of their track five songs was, uh, you know, White Horse? Yes. White Horse. Do you know All Too Well? No. White, ha- White Horse is off Fearless. All Too Well is off Red. And that's the one that was about Jake Gyllenhaal. And she's like, here we are again. Did they the- date? Yeah. Oh, Middle God. of the night, dance around the kitchen. You never get From what I hear, he's I don't know. Guy. What was it on 1989? I think it was a, the song All You Had to Do Was Stay. On Reputation, it was Delicate. This name for the best. So is this number five? So this is track number five. And this is supposed to be like her like emotional song. I'm over it. I felt nothing. I just like I'm nervous. I haven't loved anything that she's put out yet. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Because I listened to 1989 when it like leaked a day before it came out. And I was listening to it in the car, and Blank Space is track number... T- well, the first song comes out, uh, it's like, Welcome to New York. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. The next one is Blank Space. And it's uh, the song ended, and I was driving with my ex-boyfriend, and I looked, and I was like, that song was fucking awesome, right? And he was like, yeah, I think that was a really good song. And then the next one was Style. And Style's a great song, too. So it's just like, that, I just, I'm not getting, like... Anything so far? I'm not, like, living yet. When is the album supposed to come out? Uh, end of August at some time. Mm. I mean, I'm obviously going to listen to it. I'm just hoping that, like, I, I, I need album. All I do is listen to albums and podcasts. And so I need good albums to come out that I can listen from start to finish. Mm. And I'm just hoping it's one of those because I need a new one. Yeah. Lizzo, what you still have not done. No, I'll do it. Yeah, fucking do it. Okay. It's so good. But, yeah, she also had that line in it that's, like, all of my enemies started out as friends. At least she's self-aware. I guess, but I'm like, okay, <laughs> stop bragging. <laughs> It sounded very much like she's like, I'm two-faced. Yeah. Was the the vibe that I was Oh, getting. yeah. The whole thing is about, it's kind of a similar theme to like Blank Space. Like it was like, we get it. You are a snake. Sometimes you are. That's another issue I've been having with her, this album cycle, is that she's like really playing into this like marketing strategy of her public persona. Yeah. And when she first started releasing music, it wasn't really about that. It was just about music. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm over it. I'm like, just give me. You have a ton of money. What more do you need? Just do what you want to be doing. Stop yeah. playing into the shit. Valid. Speaking of people that are still super famous singers, yeah. Lance Vance. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. Lance Vance came out as gay. No, he's been. Out I as know, but okay. I'm I was kidding. like, what? I was like, what the fuck are you talking I'm about? Joking. Can you imagine if I didn't know that Lance Vance was gay? <laughs> that would be. But um, he did good for him. Get on uh, Watch What Happens Live recently. Yeah. I don't know why. What's yeah. he doing? So I, I don't know what he's promoting, to be honest. Um, Maybe the, that documentary he made um, about like that manager who managed NSYNC. How they like, stole all of their money or whatever. What? Maybe, I didn't know what yeah, it was. Yeah, like premiered at Sundance a while ago. Apparently it was amazing. Oh, no. It came out on YouTube Originals. I don't know what he's promoting. I'm such well, an whatever. But he... An, Announced or whatever he discussed. It wasn't even like an announcement. It's just a fun fact that he told Britney Spears he was gay in 2006. Yeah, and we actually have an audio clip of him explaining it. So he, no, this was before 2006. 2004. He, yeah, he came out publicly in 2006, but apparently he told her earlier. Um, and he tells the story to Andy Cohen. And we're gonna play that clip. It was uh, the night that she got married the first time. Yeah, in oh, Vegas. Oh, to Jason to Alexander. Jason, yeah. Okay. So uh, I went up to Vegas to, uh, you know, kind of see the craziness that was happening. 
Um, and she was a little upset once she realized what she had done. And it was, you know, it was a funny thing. And then she started like really crying and like she was so upset. And so I took her to her room and we were sitting on the bed and I was like, and she wouldn't stop crying. So I was like, I'm gay. Because <laughs> you were trying her, to give her something. Yeah, and it made her stop crying. So wow. Yeah, yeah. And was she so sweet and supportive? Yeah, she chuckled. Yeah. She was like, no, dad. Bitch. I love was she sweet and supportive she chuckled <laughs> that's my therapist asking me mm-hmm. did your parents were they sweet and supportive when you came out they chuckled uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I mean I think that's great you yeah. know Britney Spears obviously knew it's also like obviously she knew you were gay it's her wedding night and you're alone with her in her hotel room yeah like you are the gay well, friend no, so there. remember when she got married for like 55 yeah. hours that was that wedding yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Did but they like, just say that in that clip? No, they just said the the name. His oh, name. okay. Um, but that's I'm like, obviously you're the gay friend. Do you know that I've had three close friends who I spent the night with them before their wedding day, because I was like a bridesmaid, and they're like, "Can you stay in my hotel room?" Literally three friends, because I'm the gay trusted confidant. But they knew you were gay already. You were out. Out of what? What the are you closet. talking about? <laughs> I mean, heterosexual. <laughs> Oh my god! Like I think it's so funny. Like that's a funny story. He um, but it just makes me feel really bad for Britney Spears. <laughs> I feel bad for her all the time. I feel bad for her all the time. Do you I've, have you seen like her Instagram? Yes, I've seen her Instagram. Lately. She's been wearing eyeliner for fifteen years. Well, the straight. other thing is, she posted a video the other day, and she's like, "Hey guys, sorry for the way that I look. I'm not wearing any makeup." And she has raccoon eyes, <laughs> and I'm like. Girl, what the fuck? <laughs> and just like keeps going and like talking about like her I feel like it's a tattoo. Routine. I'm so confused. Like I feel like where like I'm like, who are the people in your life? Like who's who's your? That's the problem with being a superstar. Nobody's telling you you're being crazy. Who is who is like looking out for this lady? <sighs> I feel so Lance bad for her. Because clearly, like I wonder, like if she was a, if she was living in Louisiana where she is from and was a person with her mental health issues living there now. I'm wondering if who would like someone would be taking care of her. Right. Oh, she probably wouldn't have all these issues. That's very true. She wouldn't have the issues if she was a pup. No. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She never would have went crazy, like yeah. crazy and shaved her head. And she'd be a normal. Although shaving your head is not a crazy thing to do. Natalie Portman had just did it, done it. But yeah, but it's a different situation. It was a different situation. Okay. It's I not just, the like, same as Natalie Portman just, like, shaving her head for an Academy Award role. I just want Britney to be the best Britney that she can possibly be. Yeah. Well. And it doesn't feel like. She'll get there. It's happening right now. Um, speaking of Brittany, should we play our game? (laughs) (laughs) You are so good at segways this episode. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) I'm great at transition. Yeah, it's our, um, gag it or bag it. Fag it. (laughs) No one said anything to us. Nobody said anything except for the staff (laughs) here, but nobody said I couldn't say it. They just said, I can't believe you said it. (laughs) So like, I feel like I'm allowed to say it. Um, no, I feel like it's fine. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Let's play. All right, bitch. Gag it or bag it. Thirst traps. I gag thirst traps. Ooh, you know what we should do next time? I just thought of this is we should play gag it or bag it. But like what we think the other one is going to say. 
Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What do you we'll think I was going to say? I knew you were going to say gag it. Obviously. What do you think? Because you love them. Well, okay. You've started posting them recently. Here is my whole thing because <laughs> every time I've been posting them, I've been getting shit about it. Who? But everyone's always going to come for you on Thirst Trap. That's part of the game. Okay. Here's my issue. And I gag them as well for the record. Okay. Thank you. Here's the thing. Because people like talk about like, obviously people need to feel comfortable in the body that they're in mm. and like body positivity. And then like, and I don't know. I just started posting them because in the past like six months, seven months I've lost, I spent my time and energy and money going to the gym to make myself feel fitter and healthier. And you know, and I'm happy with the results and I've literally spent like um, like upwards of like a, a, like a good amount of money. How are people coming for you? People are making jokes. People like are being what? Like, like what? Oh, tonight. Oh, I see. She's feeling thirsty. Oh, yeah, she's but that's feeling like thirsty. that's like something that I don't even think that's making fun of you. That's I. But you know, no, it is because if I post someone telling me to put my clothes on, and it's also it's like, no. or do you know these people? Are they? Yeah, but they're being snarky and bitchy. You got to come back at them twice. I do. I do come back at them usually because my issue is if I'm feeling myself and feeling confident and you know, someone who posts thirst traps are probably somewhat like horny. Okay. I'll take that. (laughs) Maybe I am. And look, I'm horny for compliments. Exactly. It's like, I'm not even compliments. It's like, here is what I've got and I'm feeling the way I've got it right now. Let no, me just, show you. I don't think I would literally comment back everything. And be like, you're jealous. You it's, wish it's you were annoying. Me. You want to be me. And like, I, you know, we need to see a wider variety of bodies in pop culture. And I wish that I had the confidence that I did when I wasn't feeling more like fit and comfortable. But now I'm feeling fit and comfortable and I just want to do it. It's also interesting because when I post things like body things people are like oh my god body positivity but because you're not fat people are like thirst trap well i just know that there's this one influencer that i don't want to mention who is posting about body positivity a lot right now and he's made like some like passive aggressive comp- comments about it towards me do i and know him yeah maybe i think so and he's been posting pictures of himself like in unflattering poses and in like, ways that shows his body in, and he talks about body positivity, but he's also not someone that's like dealing with like real weight issues. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He just doesn't have like a six pack, which I don't have. I just feel good in the moment right now. I'm like a nor. Like, I feel like I'm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, keep posting. Who exactly. Cares? Thirst traps. And if anyone makes fun of your foot thirst traps, they're a fucking asshole. And they're mad that they want to post them. And everyone, everyone just posts them. Post their straps. Yeah. I'm here for that. Who does? Okay. What photo do you post that you don't feel like you look attractive in? I always, Zero. I feel attractive fucking 24-7, bitch. <laughs> I'm always posting that shit. This was like a general general you. Not just no, you I know. I know. But, like, but what I'm saying is. No one's going to post a picture of themselves and be like, I don't like the way I look in this picture. So I'm going to post it. You I, know what I think mean? posting thirst traps is very good for self-esteem kim kardashian taught me that i need to do it just keep going i say go thank you gag it or bag it speedos i say bag it i don't like them i never liked them 
Except there's people that you're like, okay, this is your thing. You've always been doing this. The Insta stories recently of all of these homos on Fire Island, everyone in a different fucking multicolored Speedo. And I'm like, that's not who you are. I know you. And that is not who you are mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Some people, yes. I mean, yes, I walk around in women's bathing suits all the time. But that's who I am all the time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's true. Like, I'm like, that is my personality. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting on a show mm-hmm. for Instagram. So I bought my first Speedo three weeks ago. But like, I, you seem like a Speedo type person. Do I? Yes. Like Antonio wears Speedos. Because he's European. And that's who he is. So if there's a difference when people like that, I'm like, like, I don't even think about it. But then it's when someone's unnatural in their Speedo. I'm like, you are doing this for attention, which is fine. Yeah. But I'm still backing it. No, I, I understand where you're coming from. My issue, per- this is a personal issue that I have because I'm quite white. Um, those parts of my legs have literally never seen the sun. Oh, yeah. My upper thighs, I don't think I've ever seen the sun. Literally never. I played soccer my entire life. I have a short cutoff right at my shorts where like my soccer shorts ends like, like a little bit above the knee. And so I wore, I wore in a Speedo for my first time like a couple weeks ago. I did not feel comfortable at all <laughs> because I'm just not used to it. It's lower and higher. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the waist my is thing lower. Is the, it's like, I'm like, you're looking at my package. Well, that too. But usually they have like a little like insole. So it's less abrasive mm. and it's more like forgiving. Um, I got heat rash on my legs because mm, or sun rash life. sun rash oh i got that once it's not heat nightmare. rash sun rash i got that where and it looks like i was like what is this rash i was like why are my legs so fucking itchy and so it's yes, just like I I, if i want to wear speedos i have to be applying like 75 spf every half hour yeah so that's my struggle and but i do gag them i will say because why the fuck not, that's I, not i'm like okay the only thing that i don't like about speedos sorry no please. Is I don't like intrinsic designs on them. I don't like heavy patterns. I feel like see that's the only time I do like them. See, I only like plain ones. I have a black one, and that's it. My, well, it's just it's not that I don't like speedos. It's that I don't like people being pretending to be something they're not. Mm-hmm. I think is what it is. Well, I yeah, I get that. If that makes sense, because I'm like. Maybe I'm just being like a bitter queen, but I'm like that. It's just like, that's not who. Yeah. But it's also, it's like, I don't wear that kind of underwear. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I would never wear something that was cut like that if I didn't do it for a certain reason. The only thing that was good about it, especially this past weekend when there was a heat wave, that it was 105 Mm. degrees with humidity in uh, New York. It was like, I was wearing no clothes. So that was nice. Yeah. I also burned without so wearing clothes. I mean, I haven't been to fire Island this summer, but it seems to me like it's been overtaken with speed us. Oh, totally. It usually is. But the thing is, I think fire Island has gotten more popular among our generation than it was like five or 10 years ago because it was always a place for like older gays. Yeah. But I feel like recently it's been like young people have been going. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I mean that. That's what someone was like. I'm I'm a part of the community now at Fire Island Pines. <laughs> He's on the board. <laughs> I'm on the board. No, but 
I feel like I talk to a lot of people who've been there for a while. Like I'm friends with a lot of the older gentlemen in there because that's my crowd. And they've said that they're like, there's a bunch of 20 year olds like hanging around doing crazy shit a lot more than there used to be, which yeah. is fun. I'm glad that they're bringing new business, but you know, another thing about fire Island that I've noticed is a lot of young gays and people and gay people and people in general have been doing a lot of Botox. Do you gag it or bag it? Um, okay. Uh, I'm really on an in-between with Botox. I'm going to say gag it because I have a lot of close friends that get Botox. My friend works for a plastic surgeon and she gets Botox and she says it's preventative and she tries to convince me to get Botox, but I know how, how often my she personality do is. I think more than she tells me. She also gets her lips done now. Yeah. Which I would get it's my lips done. It's a downward slope. But I... Why? You have great lips. I know, but they could be better. <laughs> Just like a little perk perk. Only for when I'm like wearing makeup, like a nice big fat lip. Why don't you start drawing? I do overdraw, but it's not the same. Um, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not getting anything done because I know that I would get addicted to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I... Uh, I support it for the people. No, I, I, I gag it, I guess. I like that it doesn't make you sweat. I just sometimes don't, sometimes people get it and I don't see or understand the need. Like, I've also noticed this on Fire Island is I've, I've noticed a lot of people with Botox and it's really easy to tell if someone has had Botox because wherever you've gotten Botox, you don't sweat. Mm. And so their faces are like, less shiny but shiny if that makes sense do you know what i'm talking about yes i and know so I know like exactly. i look at them and i'm like and so like re- this just this past weekend i was looking at this dude he was probably our age 29 31 ish but he had clearly had a lot of botox mm. not just like a tit tit here or there and then i looked around and i noticed a lot of young once men you start it's the end you yeah. have to keep going and like I understand, like I get Botox. I haven't personally done it. I may one day, but I also enjoy an older man looking older. Yeah, like it, I guess it's different for women because they have like societal expectations and whatever. Fuck not. But I don't know. What do you think? You think there's a difference? I mean, I think there's more pressure on women to do it. Yes, that's what it is. Um, and I feel like gay men, I feel like gay men started getting it. And then other gay men were like, well, this gay man's getting it. So I'm getting it because. Well, it's, it's interesting. I think the whole culture's opinion about Botox has changed. Now it's like, uh, even the drag queens on drag race, like they talk about it as like, I was in for a tune up. Like they just like do it all the time. And lip injections. Every queen that leaves drag race comes back and has fucking new lips. Yeah. When they have money. Yeah. I feel like lips is the big thing for drag race queens. Yeah. I mean, they all come back with like clear collagen injections, Mm -hmm. but you know what? Gag it. I'm here for it. Yeah. You know, I also would love to, I would do the sweating thing, you know, like I would get it in my pits. So I would stop sweating Mm. because that parent, that, and, but I was talking to another friend who did that and they said, the sweat doesn't, you don't stop sweating the same amount it comes out different places and she said my friend did that too she said the back back of her knees was just like a faucet yeah my friend's butt she got her pits done and her butt was just 
So you, I already have pits. I already get butt. Yeah. I don't need it. I don't. I, what, what else? So I'm like, let it spread out. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, that's why I'm nervous to get in my face. Let it spread. And then I'm going to start sweating everywhere else. Today's episode of Everyone's Gay is brought to you by Buffy. Buffy's latest product, The Breeze, is a comforter made entirely from 100% eucalyptus fiber to regulate temperature and keep you cool and comfortable all night long. You know I have one, bitch, and it works. I love eucalyptus, too. It smells so good. It does smell good. It makes me feel clean. So The Breeze regulates temperature. No more night sweats. Fucking amen. It's going to remove your childhood traumas. (laughs) Yeah, it's magic. The 100% plant-based design is breathable and keeps you at a comfortable temperature in a way that polyester and down-filled comforters cannot. It's organic, bitch. The breeze is made of eucalyptus fabric inside and out. It's softer than cotton, and it naturally soothes the skin. I didn't even know that it was possible to have something softer than cotton. It's earth-friendly. It uses 10% less water than cotton to grow, and its fibers is produced using recyclable, earth-friendly solvents. And it's hyperallergenic. Honestly, amen. I'm allergic to cats, dogs, and everything in between. Well, it's perfect because it's cruelty-free, and there's no down in it. It's amazing. Yeah, there's no dead birds in your bed at night. Honestly, thank God. For once. (laughs) The breeze brings wellness to bed. Why not choose 100% plant-based bedding that's better for you and the earth? So you can try a comforter in your own bed for free, and if you don't like it, you can return it at no cost. Honestly, amen. Thank God for that. So for $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter code GAY. Again, for $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter code GAY. What's the code? GAY. What's the code? GAY. Wow. Okay, so I've been practicing my British accent, and I'm going to read the whole question. Okay. Um, thanks. Is that okay with you, you fucking bitch? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do. We've talked about it, so I'm just going to do it. I was going to talk about how good my Adele impression is again, but everyone knows. Okay. Dear Queens of the Cast, I'm a little twink from Salt Lake City, Utah, and my partner and I have been together for five years now. We have an amazing relationship overall and are so close. We currently live together and have been continuously dating since I was 18 years old. He's been my only boyfriend and now, at 23, we're having struggles with sex and intimacy. Over the years, my partner has gained a considerable amount of weight and also adopted a more lax and lazy lifestyle where he has no hobbies and no friends of his own. I'm a social worker and have have ways been... I am a social worker and have ways been so strong... Okay, that wasn't my accent. That was the question. And have ways been so strong about the importance Always. Of He's always been so strong. Okay, but it was written wrong. Yeah. But I didn't say it wrong. <laughs> and I've always been so strong about the importance of body positivity for my clients and others, but I'm now understanding it from a different angle in my own relationship. I found it really difficult to feel sexually attracted to my partner no matter how hard I try. And I believe I may be inadvertently making him feel self-conscious and insecure. How do I rectify my needs sexually with my love for my partner and maintaining his self-esteem and feelings of unconditional love for me? From me. Hmm. So you don't like your boyfriend anymore because he's fat. That's what I read. <laughs> am I wrong? No. I Because... <laughs> no, I mean, I am wrong. I know. <laughs> but as if I was your boyfriend, that's that, what I would read. Well, I, I think a big... A big a big indicator within your email 
or message on Instagram, which it was. Uh, but you said a more lax and lazy lifestyle where he has no hobbies and no friends of his own. Which are literal symptoms of depression. That is, But that's also the main problem. Yeah. Like, I, like, people gain weight in relationships. People fluctuate. People go back. If he has no intention, if he's not aware of his weight gain and he's delusional about it and he's not doing anything to curtail that, then that's an issue. No? I mean, yeah. I mean, the problem isn't the weight gain. The problem is that he's not doing anything. He has no friends. Yeah, exactly. And which probably comes from the fact that he's gaining weight. It's a terrible cycle. But what it sounds like to me is he's having some depression issues. Yeah. And also, you're fucking 23 years old. Yeah. That's quite young. And, like, you're from Salt Lake City, Utah. I don't really know much about it, but I'm sure that people are together younger and longer. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, obviously, have the conversation would be my advice. Tread very fucking lightly. Yes. Don't mention the waking at all. Just be like, you've seen, like, you don't want to do anything anymore. You haven't been hanging out with anybody. You've been less active. You've been less active. He'll get the fucking hint. Yeah. I would br- I would say something. Otherwise, you're going to be miserable and in a sexless or having sex with someone that you don't want to be having sex with. That's not fun. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm coming for you about that, about not being sexually attracted to him because he's fat. But like, that is the what it is. I don't I don't put blame on that because that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, like from my personal experiences that's why i'm like fuck yeah. this but i know that there, but there's a difference it's not your fault there's a difference between being with someone and them grow like you changing and not being attracted to the person that they become because we're all ch- we're all constantly changing yeah and if you've been with someone for five years since you're 18 your metabolism goes down a fuck ton i can tell you that and you also grow in different ways. So like perhaps it is partially about the weight gain, but maybe you guys have just like changed, grown apart. Grown apart and, 18, and 18 to 23 is a big difference. That is a big, that is a transformative and, time. Yeah. It's yes. That is, I think that is the most transformative time. When I was, I was straight when I was 18. I mean, no, I mean I publicly, wasn't. but what I'm saying is like, that's how much you can change. Yeah. A, a fuck ton of shit changes in five years, especially the way yeah. you, perceive yourself and the things around you because you your brain goes through a lot of quick development between 18 and 23 yeah so i feel like 23 is like that magic number of like all mm -hmm. of a sudden you're not the same person no it's like even when you're like 21 you're still not really as a fully an adult i feel like when i meet someone who's when i meet someone who's 21 i'm like oh cool they're like doing their thing they're having fun they're still kind of a kid when someone's 23 i respect them a little bit more in a way that I think that like, yeah, I agree. Like, I'm like, you kind of know what you're doing. Like, you know who you are as a person. You're more, you're more baked by that point. 23. I feel like, yes, is more, that's kind of the age that I, there's even bars in my hometown that 23 is the age you have to be to get in because Mm -hmm. they don't want like, yeah, which I totally appreciate. And like, yes, of course there's some 21, 22 year olds that are more mature than others. But like 23 for me is the magic number of being like, Mm -hmm. okay, so like I can trust you Mm -hmm. as a real human. 22 is like the last hurrah. I had like my 20, when I was 22, I like the best, one of the best years of my life. Oh my God. When I was 22, I was smoking crack up and down the (laughs) coast. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
Just kidding. It's true though. Um, I you you clearly have to have a conversation. Yeah. Um. Also, love that you call us queens of the cast. I don't understand that. I don't either, but I'm here. I for love it. it. Yeah, it's great. Um, Sorry for coming at you so hard, but no. But like, you want you want what you want. Do what you you need to talk about. What you want to talk, you need to talk about. Yeah. Tell him no fats, no fans. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just, as a fat fam, I obviously am joking. Who isn't a fan? Everyone's a fan. I'll tell you who's not. Who? Well, now I can't make jokes anymore. I was going to make a joke about your dad, but now that I met him, I can't like do that anymore. <laughs> My dad's a fan. <laughs> no, like, you know, like that's a fun joke when you don't know someone's family. Uh-huh. So weirdly, by getting closer and meeting your family, it's ruining the jokes that I can make. No, you should still make them. It's fine. <laughs> um, I'll just like tell my dad. <laughs> Your poor father that like had to witness me getting dressed into women's bathing suits in uh-huh. his kitchen. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. Oh, I guess. Okay. 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 <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah. So that is our show, I think. Yeah. That's our show. Chris, you have something coming up this Sunday. Yeah, I'm mentioned. hosting a drag brunch at Toro Loco. Make your resis now, ToroLocoNYC.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, do it for, like, 1, one thirty. I have some amazing lip syncs planned. Um, some people have asked us about live shows. So let us know if you would want us to do one in the city. Yeah, bitch, let us know. We would love to. Yeah, it would be fun. I've done, this, I've done them for the SUP, and they've gone so well and have been so fun i love a live show yeah it's fun and then we can all hang out afterwards so let us know yeah we'll do it yes maybe i'll start planning i already i already know how i already know what we should like have a segment for us as a full-time employee now hey (laughs) (laughs) we have more time Mm -hmm. um so you can dm us your listener questions and you can follow us at everyone's gay um make sure you rate review and subscribe to our podcast on Apple iTunes and we're also on Spotify. So make sure you follow us there. And the more people who like follow us and review and like write reviews and whatever and subscribe on podcasts on iTunes, the more like listeners we get and the, the bigger platform we get on those networks. Yeah. So please do that. And if not for that, it's going to be my first week working here. Mm-hmm. It would be really great if we could get a bunch of reviews. So they're like, wow, we made the right choice. Oh yeah, please. Oh my God. That's a great idea. So put in a comment and say, Oh my God, I'm so glad for Chris. I can't wait to see what he does with the podcast. Five stars. Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And you know what we should do? We should do a eventual eventual giveaway for people who leave reviews and then DM us and tell us that they left a review and we'll give them like a everyone's gay shirt eventually. <laughs> I almost just spilled my wine again. Brian has spilled his wine not once but twice sitting at this table. <sighs> it's been a long day, girl. Write the reviews. Brian needs it. He's clearly slipping into senility, <laughs> going delirious, dumping wine everywhere. <laughs> you can email us at gayatbetches.com. Alright. Bye! Bye. Batches.